It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to the rendezvous. My name is Simon. In French, Simon. The accent is from Paris. I um, was asked um, by um, people in, in, in the industry who uh, I work with, the Heart Radio, if I wanted to go back to my studio. Um, and I said no. I said no because I love working from home. I would have never said that two years ago. But you know what I've learned is that working from home gives me extra time to prepare the show. I'm still connected to my wonderful producers the same way. And um, I must say, I like to have the fridge not far. <laughs> and um, at night, open the, the window, the fresh air. There's no opening windows in studios. So I just feel very privileged. I don't know how you feel about it. I'm going to put it on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Do you wish to go back to work at the office or would you rather stay at home? It's just, it's a practical question. I'm just, I've changed my mind. I don't want to go back and that's okay. Uh, I'm excited to uh, hear from you. And actually, you calls are next. Any questions about your relationship? Call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sloane. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Bonjour, Sloane. What's going on tonight? So I have gotten used to a certain way of dating online during the pandemic. I like to kind of have a phone conversation and then typically like a video call afterwards mm -hmm. before meeting someone. And I'd like to continue doing that. But I don't know if it seems weird now that things are starting to like slow down. I don't know. It kind of helps my, my social anxiety, to be honest with you. And oh. I kind of want to see if it's something I can continue doing or if these potential dates are going to think I'm a weirdo now, you know? So ideally, how long would you keep things just purely online? I mean, I'd like to do like one conversation typically over the phone or over video, um, maybe one or two before meeting somebody in person. Yeah, that seems reasonable to me. I tell you what, I think it's a wise thing to do. It's yeah. it's wise, it's safe, and I think it's a good thing. So if a guy doesn't want to do at least one like that, I wouldn't go meet him. If if you feel comfortable like this, Sloan, I think you should. And if the guy is not in interested enough to just you know in indulge and have a little fun doing a, a, a conversation on video on the phone, then I say just move on. Okay, good. That helps. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't being a weirdo or anything. That oh, no. Overthink it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I don't know. It made well, me feel much more comfortable. Absolutely. If, if they overthink it, too bad. You snooze, you lose. They'll lose it. So, you know, I, I say you go with your route and you don't worry about it because, like I said, I'm a guy. If I'm interested in a girl, I would have no problem doing one or two video calls or calls with you before we even met. Okay. 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 Oh, all right. Thank you. That makes me feel better. You're most welcome. Thank you so much, Sloan, for calling and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, we're going to talk about Rachel Twitter DM, about her new boyfriend, because there's something that grosses her out. She needs some help. We'll figure out what it is and what we can do to help her. Uh, next. So, this is an interesting question. Rachel sent me a Twitter DM at Ronnie Radio saying, Bonjour, Simon. My new guy's feet stink, and it really grosses me out. We've only been dating for a month, so I don't know if I should tell him or not. Please advise. Hey, that's a good question. What should you do if the new person you're dating has stinky feet? Should you tell them or not? I'll answer that next. 
So this is a very simple question that Rachel um, DM me on my Twitter account at Wonderful Radio. She goes, you know, this new guy I'm dating has stinky feet. I get grossed out. So what should I do? Should I tell him? Should I not tell him? Of course you should tell him. Of course, because there's things you can do. Uh, vaporization of some kind. I, I don't have that problem, but I, I see commercials and infomercials. So you can go to those Walgreens, CVS, look at the section for feet. So it's a mistake to keep the unspoken. And if I had stinky feet and a girl told me, I said, oh, I'm glad you told me. Let's go to uh, CVS and Walgreens or whatever. And let's get something and let's get rid of this thing. Uh, because it's treatable. So that's my advice. No unspoken. First of all, it's my advice. So most of the questions, no unspoken. If we want to grow a relationship, we have to be able to say how we feel nicely, but surely. That's my answer. You call the next. If you have a feel good or romantic story you want to share with me, call the rendezvous 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Monica. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Monica. So I understand you have a, a very sweet romantic story to share with me tonight. I'm all ears. Yeah, so I'm pregnant um, with our second. and I Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're really yeah. excited. Um, yeah. We're having a girl this time around. Um, but we have a little boy right now, and he's just a ball of energy. And I have terrible morning sickness right now. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, in order to keep him entertained, my husband surprised us this past weekend and worked all day Saturday. Uh, he's a carpenter and he built a swing set for our son so he can be occupied in the backyard and I can watch him with a little bit less energy. Uh, and it was just such the sweetest surprise and has just, I'm just so grateful for him. I just, I gotta ask you, how did that make you feel when you saw your husband build that swing set? Honestly, it, it was just a reminder of why I married him. He's just the sweetest, kindest man ever. Listen, it's good to hear this, uh, and it's good to hear, you know, like this this sense of love. Because I've always said there's no love without proof of love. Everybody can say I love you, right? That's nice, but it, but then your husband does that. That's what I'm talking about. You know, yeah. it's like real thing. Yeah, well, thank he's you definitely so an acts of service kind of guy for love language, and I so appreciate it. Lucky you, <laughs> lucky you. <laughs> I'm sure you deserve it. Well, congrats again on your your new baby coming up. And that Thank little you. girl, and uh, have a good night. Thank you for calling. Thanks. Coming up, we're going to go listen to Brenda's voicemail because her guy is doing something that really apparently annoys her. So she wants to know what to do. Her voicemail is next. So if you have a question for me, you leave me a voicemail, but remember, I'll play it on air, and I will answer on air, just like for Brenda's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Brenda. And um, I've been dating this guy for a few months now, and I really like him, but he's kind of annoying sometimes because he talks about his ex, like, all the time, and um, it's not unusual. I mean, they were together for 10 years. They were married, so I understand that that's, like, she was a huge part of his life. I don't expect him to never talk about her, but it's just a lot and so I don't really know what to do. Like, how do I say, can you not talk about her without sounding, I don't know, something. So um, hopefully you'll be able to answer my question, and I look forward to any advice you might be able to give. Thanks so much. Thank you, Brenda. Yeah, what should you do if the person you're dating is uh, ex-obsessed and can't stop talking about them? 
I'll tell you what you could do next. So this is a simple question that Brenda has asked me. You know, she has a, a guy she's been, you know, uh, dating, and he's uh, ex-obsessed, meaning he talks about his ex all the time. So she's asking me, what should I do? Well, first of all, you've got to tell him that's enough. And he has to go see a shrink, probably, uh, to detox from the ex. You're not the shrink. And you have to realize that applies to me, to you, to all of us. Once we enter a new relationship, no one, and I mean no one, nobody, wants to hear about you ex, my ex, or any ex. We live in the present. You have to bury the past to kiss the future. If you haven't done the work, you can still maintain a healthy relationship, but go talk to somebody, a shrink. Um, maybe you talk to your best friend about your ex, but do not bring the ex word at home. It's always annoying, okay? So tell him how you feel. And let's see what happens. Just remember, with guys, you have to educate us because we don't see the light until you show us the light. Calls the next. Bonjour, Amber. Bonjour, Simon. What's up tonight? Well, I have been in a two-year relationship um, with someone who I thought was wonderful. And um, recently, he uh, told me he wanted to take some space. And that he hoped that we could circle back around. And I was completely heartbroken, devastated, and shocked. And so we um, took some space and have basically had no contact for about two months. And last week, um, he reached out to me and we saw each other for a couple of hours. And he wanted to know if we could stay connected, even though he told me he had dated a couple of girls. And um, I don't know what to do because he's not given me any indication that he means that in anything other than a friendship. And I'm madly in love with this guy. I see. Uh, first of all, how did that make you feel when he told you he needed space? Um, heartbroken. And I was shocked. It mm. came out of nowhere. And I was just really sad about it. I'm sorry. Yes, I, I can understand. And how did that make you feel when he told you he still want to be friends and stay connected? It made me feel good, but at the same time, I kind of feel like I felt a little discarded and that if he just wants to be friends with me while he dates other people, like, I don't know that he deserves that. Good point. So the question I have for you is why would you want to even stay close to a man who broke your heart and wants to manipulate you for his own good um, when you are suffering from the loss of the relationship? So why would you still even see him? I guess, well, I haven't, and I, I have been very, I was very noncommittal mm -hmm. with it, but of course, there's a little piece of me that is like, well, maybe if he sees me again and we say connected, he'll realize he's in love with me, but I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> it doesn't, that you're right, but it doesn't work like this. And in the mind of a guy, when he says stay connected, he wants to change also to ulala. So let's understand that. It's, it's yeah. listen, now we're friends. I'm going to have ooh-la-la with other girls. And by the way, I like you too, but I'm not going to say it. I'm going to say we're going to stay connected. He knows you're in love with him, and the side of him probably, you know, enjoy the romance with you and goes, mm, maybe I can romance her still. Yeah, right. He definitely loves me. Like, he's made that clear. But loving someone, and, and by the way, he watches all my Instagram stories. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. loving someone and wanting to be with them are two different things, I guess. Yes, loving and in love. Are totally different and the Instagram thing is because I'm sure you're very charming and he loves to see what's up but take it from me always ask yourself but why would I want to stay with a guy who hurt my heart like this and broke my heart 
why would I want to do that with myself? And once you ask yourself this question every time he calls, little by little, you'll never want to talk to him ever again. Okay. Thank you. That's good advice. Thanks, Amber. I know it's hard. Good luck to you. Be strong and believe in the universe. The right dude is coming up soon. Thank you, Simon. I appreciate you. Coming up, let me talk a little more about how the mind of a man functions next. So it's interesting. My last caller, Amber, goes, you know, this guy I was dating told me we needed a break. And, you know, I was heartbroken, devastated. Um, this guy dated other girls. And he says to Amber, should we be friends? I would like, you know, maybe we stay connected. And then Amber was wondering what it means. And then she added, you know, but Simon, he still watches my social media story, you know, on Instagram or Facebook or other things. You can, you can look at stories. And I, I need to break the myth here. For most men, watching a story or a picture on Instagram has nothing more than enjoying a charming picture. It doesn't mean they love you or they are in love with you. It means, you know, they enjoy it for a second to look at you. That's how it goes down for most guys. And so we can't take, you know, social media behaviors as a proof of he loves me, he loves me not. Now, the only way for you with most men to know if they're really into you is, I'll tell you that next. So, for most guys, I don't mean the 100%, but most guys. If you are a lady and you're listening to me tonight and, you know, you feel like, you know, interested and you see that this guy is checking your Instagram stories or Facebook stories, or whatever stories, and, you know, oh, this is good. Well, the only thing you have to take in consideration is not whether he's looking at your stories or not, because he's looking at a million other stories. You know, men are very visual, so remember that. It's a immediate pleasure. It's whether he reaches out to you first to ask you out or ask you how you do it. That's it. It's in the DM. It's the expression of, I want to get to know you. Hey, how are you? First step. Or, hey, uh, let's have dinner. Even a better step. Hey, let's have a drink. Unless you have this communication, please never consider, for most guys, that they have more interest in just enjoying your stories, your, your charming personality and, and, and pictures and stuff like that, but it means nothing emotionally because men are visual. Just please keep that in mind. You call the next. Bonjour, Capri. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Capri. What is going on tonight? How can I help you? Well, I'm in a relationship for about 10 years, and even though this relationship is very comfortable and we love each other, neither one of us have actually ever been in love with each other. It's like we're best friends. You know, there is some ooh-la-la, but it's just like we never quit hanging out. And I'm wondering at this stage in my life, going into my mid-40s, do I stay in this comfortable, convenient relationship, or do I take a chance at actually finding, you know, that in-love passion, even though I know I may never find that? Mm -hmm. So what do mm -hmm. I do? Well... How happy are you with this man on a scale of 1 to 10? Happiness? 7. Okay. When it comes to the romance and the ooh-la-la, -la, how happy are you with this man? Oh, 11. Ooh. It's, it's physically very good. Well, listen, that's why you're still there. Okay. So, listen, I don't think you're really ready for something else, the way you presented to me. Um, I think you have to kind of 
wait out, and I would say it's almost in universe cards, which is if it's meant to be for you to be with another guy, it's going to happen. It's not something you have to prepare. If you feel really you missed something, you can always um, stop the relationship and, and try to find. I don't know. I think you have a good thing going on. It's you guys' own thing. You know, and if, remember, the passion lasts 18 months. So the, the, the study shows that infatuation, great passion, people get in all their state. They go, oh, la, la, what's going on? And not, ooh, la, la, but oh, la, la, you know, like this guy loves me, loves me not. No, that's 18 months. After that, it's back to where you are now. Uh, and sometimes without yeah. the great ooh-la-la. Yeah. yeah. I think you're in a good place. Do your intuition tells you you should see somebody else or you should stay where you are? It's a little bit of both. I really would like to experience that magic and fire of, of you know, being in love and the butterflies in the stomach. But, you know, I I guess this, I we do have what a lot of people would like in that we've been together 10 years and we're absolutely best friends. So maybe I shouldn't think the grass is greener somewhere else. Listen, you just said it better than I would. The grass is not going to be greener next door. And that ooh-la-la uh, uh, quality you have with this guy shows that the two souls and the connection is great. Ten years later, this is very rare. Ask your girlfriends. Ask your girlfriends if they still have great ooh-la-la and romance ten years in. I doubt they will say yes. Mm-hmm. So... That is like you, best friend, great romance, things are working out, you trust him. I say, keep this cat, he's a good guy. Okay, thank you so much, Simon. Anytime, Capri, that's what I'm here for. Thank you for calling and have a good night. You too. Hey, have you ever been caught having ooh-la-la? Let's talk about that next. Hey, have you ever been caught having ooh-la-la? I wonder sometimes who else has been caught. So I posted my social media that question uh, at one of radio. 50% of you voted yes. 50% of you voted no. And uh, I don't vote to my own survey, but I would have voted yes. Because when I was uh, when I was like barely 18, in love with a French girl from my class, his father opened the door. I thought he was out. I thought the door was locked and busted, double busted. And we both freaked out. Uh, so that was a long time ago. But this is funny stories. It's just life after all. Anyway, thank you so much for voting and merci beaucoup pour avoir écouté ce show ce soir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.